You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up? And welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. And don't forget to pray. I am your host, Islam, Ra, the architect, and all those other amazing nicknames mm-hmm. that I come up with that I don't remember right now. Accompanied by Daniel. Papa Sun Killer, mm-hmm. Madman Rosado. Yeah, how you up? doing, Dan? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. So this is a special episode. Yes, it is. Of the Los Wise Guys podcast. Absolutely. And we're so this is going to be the first of many. Uh, we hope of this segment that we're starting. Um, it's nothing um, super new, I guess, no. but it's new for us. I mean, we've kind of done it already. It's just now it's an official yeah. segment. Yeah, we've done it for a couple of uh, movies. So what we're going to... I'll just jump straight into it. We're going to start rating movies that we watch and um, doing an episode about them. Um, we've done it for Star Wars. We've done it for DC and Marvel movies here and there. Um, it wasn't really a specific segment. It was like a kind of like a topic that we did mm-hmm. on, an, on a regular episode. This time... Uh, we're going to dedicate a whole like episode and segment to it that we're going to do when, uh, every now and then. Um, and what's the name of the segment, Dan? Rate and review. And now, damn it. I, yes, I, it is. I do have to give credit to who came up with it. Yes. Which upsets me. It's, it was Rudy. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we were trying to figure out, like, oh, what should we do for this, this, that, and the other. And then he he said rate and review, and I gave him his props. And... uh He's he's always gonna hold that over me. <laughs> yeah, rate and review. It's kind of perfect. It's it's, it's our, perfect. It's been in our uh, intro for a while. Yeah. Um. Uh. In the intro, we're talking about rating and reviewing the podcast, mm-hmm. and for this segment, we're rating and reviewing the movies that we watch. Now, now, I when I first brought this up, I did say I want to do movies and I want to do other things. Do you want this to apply to just movies, or are we? Is this everything? What other things are we gonna rate and review? TV shows, a video game. If you also play it, such as Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Uh, c- certain things like that. Um. I mean, it's mostly gonna be movies more us- than anything. Yeah, because we usually don't really watch the same TV shows. No. And it's gonna, and it's hard to kind of. Like a TV show, so long. Uh, by the time we like, are we gonna review it multiple times throughout like every season? Are we gonna review every season? It's it pro- be- yeah, because if I if it were a TV show, it would probably have to be a season. Yeah, and so uh, we also don't have like the same like taste when it comes to TV shows. Yeah, we don't. Not really. Yeah. Right. Um. So I think it, movies, video games are good, and like just just first off, there's a much more likely chance that we would enjoy the same tv show as opposed to both of us playing the same video game Nah, but i'm getting all my video game info from you i know but you're not playing the games is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm starting to 
right. It's quarantine. <laughs> we got until April 30th, bro. <laughs> we end this for the long haul. Let's see. Let's see how many games you can get done. I want. I want. I want there to okay. be a counter. Every time Eslam finishes a game within quarantine, we count. Oh, within quarantine. Okay. Within quarantine. All right. So I. <laughs> So Batman Telltale's wasn't in quarantine. No, it wasn't that before. God damn it! <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all right. How many? Um, how long have you been in quarantine so far? <laughs> three weeks. Three weeks. How many have you got done? How many video games did you knock out? Knocked out zero, but right. I'm almost done with one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll get there, bro. Watch. <laughs> watch. I'm gonna prove you wrong, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna beat video games just for you. I would hope so. I would hope so. You know what? Beat Mass Effect. I'm hey, tired of complaining about it. <laughs> I will eventually. I don't think you will. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Rate and review. Brand Rate new segment. Rate and review. Brand yes. new segment. So, um, we're going to talk about, like you said, movies and video games and if that ever happens. <laughs> and it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be mostly movies, though. Yeah. And, uh... Also, to the listeners, feel free to give us your rates. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys yeah. would uh, would rate these movies and or possibly at some point video games. Yeah. We can also rate and review um, live shows we've been to. Things yeah. like AEW Revolution or yeah. the... I, you know what? I, I say we just make rate and review card. literally anything. Literally anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be. I'm gonna rate and review my breakfast from this morning. That's that what I'm shit, saying. It was, but I have to a, have the breakfast too. That shit was a ten, bro. Can I get some of that breakfast? No, I ate it all. You know what? Then I don't know if it's gonna make it past the five, and I don't know how it made it that high up without <laughs> even me knowing what it is. It was falafels. It was fava beans, mm-hmm. cheese, spicy tomatoes, mm-hmm. more cheese. Where's the I meat? Love cheese. Where's the meat? Huh? Where's the meat? We don't eat meat in every. Oh, in every meal, bro. On purpose? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> just it just happens. Not all our food uh, contains meat in it. You okay, Dan? I don't understand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tomorrow though. So actually, we uh, so we're recording this on a Saturday, and yeah. then um, I just received these uh, keto-friendly, gluten-free pancake mix. Um, because my mom is gluten free because she has a allergy, mm-hmm. and um, so I I bought them and I we're gonna try them tomorrow, and uh, gonna make pancakes, mm-hmm. beef bacon, mm-hmm. scrambled eggs, and home fries. Nice. It's gonna get lit tomorrow, bro. You're talking about breakfast. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing, Dan. Yeah. Mouth watering. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. despite all the annoying sounds that you just had to listen to, <laughs> yeah, and and let's talk about everything. You don't like S- uh, SMR? Is that what it's called? ASMR. ASMR. I forgot a letter. Well, you. I think you were talking about some type of weapon. No, that's Is SMG. That a okay. <laughs> There's um, too many letters. <laughs> submachine gun. Um. Okay. We were going to talk about a movie. What movie did we watch? Eslam. El Hoyo. Yep. AKA the platform. Yeah. On Netflix. Yep. If, if you're searching movie. for it on Netflix, you got to reverse that though. It's the platform. Yeah, AKA I, I wanted El to Hoyo. give it the the name. It oh, I agree. Originated with. with. I agree with you 100. It's originally called El Hoyo. It's a it's a Spanish movie. Uh, from Spain. The, yeah, the, the the motherland of the Spanish. 
on Netflix. So, so did you watch it with subtitles or did you watch the dub version? Uh, I watched it with subtitles. I, I was not. It's. I have this weird thing with movies where not even movies, just everything. Um, maybe with the exception of video games, I enjoy hearing the original language. Yes. Um, with the exception so, of anime too. Sometimes anime I switch it up, but I prefer the original language. So it start when I played the movie. It started out English dub. Okay. The words weren't matching the mouth. Yeah. Freaked me out. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So I, so when I looked up the when I changed the settings, it said European Spanish, which I thought was interesting. Spain. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's it. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I watched it in the the european spanish with english subtitles yeah, definitely same. liked it way better yeah um and uh yeah it was i okay so let's start out with the initial reactions to the movie mm-hmm. like i enjoyed the movie yeah. very much yeah. like it was awesome i loved the uh the plot so this movie's not really has that much action it's a lot of um psychological mm-hmm. there is some gore in it mm-hmm. but it's not um like a scary movie no it's it's uh, more psychological and and you have to like th- it it makes, makes you, you th- yeah it makes you think about what you would do in that scenario yep that's literally what the movie i think is meant for yep. and like, uh yeah that's that's uh you said you like same here um we both pretty much like this movie yeah and um that's it's i've mentioned it many times before i'm not an action guy like what we saw is what i enjoy in movies tv shows video games like this is the type of content i'm thinking it's it's something that you enjoy you put yourself in that situation if if it makes sense in that situation and you know it just makes you think you know it's i've always enjoyed that i've always enjoyed that yeah man it and um it made me it's just like it it makes me confused in a sense of would I do that would I not do that like it it makes me conflicted is the better word mm-hmm. uh because I'm just like when push comes to shoves, I'm sure I'll do whatever it takes to survive, yeah, but when I'm sitting in my comfortable couch right now watching the movie, I'm like I would try my best not to do that mm-hmm. And that is, and it gets shown in the movie, yeah. and that's how the main character starts out. Yeah. Uh, should we explain the plot a little bit of the movie? Um, sure. Well, before you get to it, I just want to give some credit to some of the uh, people in the yes. movie. Okay. So it was directed by, and I know I'm going to butcher oh. this name, uh, Galder Gastelu Uruchia. Um, I don't know much about this guy's work. Uh, I don't really follow uh, Spanish movies like that. But um, I feel like he did a very good job. I mean, like you, you described like he had that one quote. What was the quote more or less again? Or was that just about the ending? No, uh, that was um, – so that was about the ending, yeah. Okay, uh, that was about the ending. Yeah. All right, well, it seemed like from for what he was trying to portray, he was trying to basically go out there and make you think of, like you said, what would you do in this situation? Well, it also makes you think of like the different class systems – and stuff like that, and it just it it's it's just a, it, like I said, I'm gonna probably say this over and over again throughout the podcast. It just makes you think. I feel yeah. like he did a very good job of uh, of doing that. Um, the main actor, who was very uh, very well in his role, he played the character of Goreng. Uh, the actor's name is Ivan Masag Masage or Masagwe. Um, Are these all Spanish, like Spain Spanish actors? Uh, I think so, with the exception of the one guy that you said that you liked. Um, the old man? in the wheelchair. 
And oh. I saw, as soon as I was watching him, I was like, man, he don't speak Spanish. Like as yeah. soon as he started talking, I was like, that's that, like he's. I heard the accent hard on him. Um, yeah. yeah, his name's Eric Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, he, looked, he did he, he did a very good Dominican. job. Yeah, yeah, he did he did a very good job. Um, but you could definitely hear like the the, the gringo accent, and of course, if anybody knows how to have a bad Spanish accent, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I could definitely hear it in there. But uh, no, uh, you know those. I just want to give credit to them. Um, the main character apparently was in Pan's Labyrinth. I cannot remember the role he had in Pan's Labyrinth. I knew I recognized him, <laughs> and my mom was telling me that he is actually supposed to be this very good actor, and this movie showed. Yeah, yeah, it was. It he, he did a great job. So, what I think was great about the the that the main character is that it, you can relate to him in the start, and I and I'm. And throughout the whole movie, I'm going to say, because he starts out as any like person would start out as having hope Mm -hmm. and wanting to do good. Mm -hmm. And then the situation changes into survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. And then you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. He's forced to do things he didn't want to do just to survive. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah. No, go ahead. Like it turned into from it so he started out as a human from human society and then it it slowly went into animalistic survival like i have to survive this is what i gotta do and shit like i i gotta make it to another day so i can get out of this Mm -hmm. yeah man it was uh it was whatever it takes um so do you want to explain the maybe not the plot but not yet at least but uh the concept of the movie so the concept of the movie is you have these so-called quote-unquote prisoners, mm-hmm. but you find out later in the movie not all of them are prisoners. Yeah, um, Some of them are volunteers uh, because they're getting something in return once they pass, uh, once they um, do their time of whatever their contract was of yeah. how many months. Yeah. Uh, the main characters, I think, was six months. Yeah, and his and he was supposed to get this uh, a diploma at the end of it, some type yeah. of degree. Yeah, an accredited diploma. Yeah. Um. So and and the concept is, uh, there you're in a tower, and uh, you're pretty much on a concrete slab, and there's a hole in the middle of the room, and you look up and you look down, and it looks like it's infinite floors. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then there's a platform that travels from floor to floor that has food, but there's only the food on the platform. And when it comes to your platform, when it comes to your room, you get to eat as much as you want or as little as you want, and then it goes down to the next floor. Mm-hmm. So you can eat all the food, and then by the time it gets to a certain floor, there's no more food for anybody else to eat up all the way to the bottom floor. Yeah, so the lower you are in this tower, the less chance you have of eating anything. Yeah, and um, every 30 days you get a new room. Yeah, you're assigned to a different floor. Yeah. yeah. So so it's you could be lucky and have one of the higher floors, and then next thing you know, you're at the very bottom, and you're fighting for scraps if there are scraps at that point. Exactly. So yeah. uh, everybody tends to get desperate, and because you're moved every 30 days, you'll have some people who 
they know what it's like to be on the bottom. So once they get that closer spot to the top, you they're going to like devour the food as soon as they see it because they feel like they earned that right. Yeah. Because yeah. like, hey, I'm at the top now. This is I I wasn't given this before. This is what this is deserve it now. I yeah, I survived so I earned this yeah. reward. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's kind of like the gist of the movie mm-hmm. and uh there's the the there's a lot of symbolism in this movie uh that symbolizes society, human nature, mm-hmm. um our socioeconomic society. Mm-hmm. That and dog, the one dog in the movie symbolized the hot dog. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh it was a, I think it was a visual representation of our socioeconomic systems in mm-hmm. in capitalism. Mm-hmm. So we can get more. In, so I think we should start getting more into the plot. Yeah. All right, cool. So from here on forth, this is all spoilers. Yep. Yeah, this we're going to get like we're going to tear apart the plot like deep. So um, if you still haven't seen the movie yet and you're interested by what we said so far, uh hit a pause on this podcast go listen uh go listen go watch the movie and then come back and uh see if you agree with what we say or disagree and then you can let us know in the comments Mm -hmm. um or you can email us or hit us up on social media anything else to add no um like i said we both enjoyed the movie very much check it out highly Uh, recommend it yeah uh, it's on netflix so if you have a netflix subscription Boom, there you go. It's easy to get. If you don't have one, I'm sure you know somebody that does, and they'll probably help you out. So yeah. or definitely you can get check it, it out. Netflix free for 30 days and watch Yeah, that's true. I, I forgot that was the thing. I've had Netflix for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I got Netflix when it first came out, and I haven't, like, yeah. stopped the service since. Same here. Like, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. You're welcome, Netflix. <laughs> Taking all our money. Yeah. Um, all right. So, like Islam said, from this point on, spoilers. Alright, I uh, want to start with the plot? Um, sure, like, I mean... Do you want to, like, walk through the movie? Yeah, we can walk through it. Um, It's okay. more... I mean, we both just saw it recently. You, yeah. more recently, you literally just finished it. Yeah, 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 I did. Um, Alright, so pretty much, unless I'm mistaken, it starts off, guy wakes up. Yeah. Gorang, right? He wakes up. Um, He uh, sees his roommate. It's an older man. His name was uh, Tiramagasi or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Let me, let me check that out. It is. Yeah, I got it. it. Tiramagasi, I'm good. Yeah. Trimagasi. Trimagasi. Um, so it's this old man who he's done time in here before. He 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 kind of gives um Gorang the lay of the land. Like this is you know, he, he's he's really weird yeah, he <laughs> is. about the way he speaks. He's very he likes saying the word obvious a lot. Or obviously. Yeah. Um it's pretty much just like he's just giving this guy this guy Gorang is asking him all these questions. He keeps on answering all these questions, and at one point he straight up even says, just like, All right, I'm done talking now. It tires me out. I was yeah. like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm not giving you any more information without getting in any information myself. And Gorang's like, all right, old man, I guess screw you. <laughs> but um, so they're in there. I don't remember too much of what they talk about, but it wasn't much before the food shows up, right? So, yeah, he wakes up on level 48. That's the first I, level he I, wakes man, up on. You remember the numbers, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he wakes up on level 48. Um, He starts talking to the guy. So he this dude, is this is his, like, literally the first day in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts talking to the old man, uh, like Dan said, and then the food platform starts to come down. Yep. 
Oh, actually, which I thought it was interesting because the man kind of knew when the the platform was about to come down to them. Yeah. He grabbed his pillow, put it on yep. the ground, and then kind of knelt. And the guy was kind of like watching him, like, "What's he doing?" And then the food platform started coming down. Yep. And then the guy just started eating just as quick, yeah, yeah, just as quick as possible, whatever food was left. Now this is level forty eight. So by the time their platform came down, there wasn't really that much food to go. Yeah. Well, like think about that. They're level 48. So you had 47 levels up with two people on each floor. Yeah. Eating all that food. So it's basically leftovers. And he even said it. It's like, so you're eating the leftovers of, what is that, 94 people, I think he said, yeah. or something like that? Yeah. So... <clears throat> so and and then he's like, so since this is his first day in, he's not starving yet or anything. So he's like, I'm not going to eat. This looks disgusting. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of days go by. I think. Well, by no, the, he grabbed the apple. He, oh, that's right. He yeah, he, he was right. just like he was like okay, so he's not gonna eat anything, but he sees like there's one fresh apple. He's like, all right, I'll take this. He tells the guys like, I'm gonna put it in my pocket. I'll save it for later. Yeah. So then the the, the platform descends down to the next floor, the 49th floor, and um, the guy it it just starts getting really hot. The old man is just in the bed, just like it's it's just a regular everyday thing. And the, and then um, the main character is like, well, this is crazy. It's hot. He's like, yeah, this is your fault. And he's like, what do you yeah. mean it's my fault? You're not supposed to keep the apple with you. So you're not allowed to take any food and save it for later. Yeah. That's, you know. You, you, your only chance to eat is when the platform, and the platform doesn't stay long. It's quick. Yeah, yeah. It's It stays there for about, like, maybe two minutes tops. Yeah. So then uh, the main character, Garang, he, he, he realizes he has to take the apple and just chuck it down the hole and then. Boom, it goes down, and then the room returned to its normal temperature. So the thing is, whenever you do try to keep food, it either gets really hot to the point that you are going to burn to death, or it's going to get so cold that you freeze to death. Yeah. So now this is what's interesting about this is because this is just a concrete room, Mm -hmm. right? You don't see any vents. You don't see any – like there's no No indication – yeah, no windows, only some lights, uh, a toilet, uh, a sink, a sink a and mirror. a vanity, and like a mirror. That's it. And it's all concrete. Um, there's there's the bed, and that's it. And, and there's the little at, lights that indicate when the food's coming, when the platform's coming or going. Yeah. Or whatever. And then you get to bring one item with you. That's right. Right, so this becomes this. This becomes is this is where I on. love the old man. <laughs> yeah, this becomes important later on. Yeah. So, well, you could. Just, they do talk about what they brought. Well, at least the guy. No, I understand. I just want to talk yeah. a little bit more about yeah, no, go for the, the lay of the space and yep. like the technology that's being shown, mm-hmm. but not shown. Yeah. Right. So, like I said before, this is a tower with a hole in the middle of each floor. Right, where like the center, it's the whole. It's like a square hole in the center of the room and this goes up and down infinite infinitely throughout the floors and that's where the platform comes down now there's no wires or any type of propulsion system that you see mm-hmm. the platform gets that that shows it moving up and down. it just moves on its own mm-hmm. all right so it just literally floats up and floats down mm-hmm. now the crazy thing that you see later on in the in this first interaction um is um the platform goes down like while it's coming down it's going down slowly right it stops at the at the floor lets the people eat then it goes down again um now once it reaches all the way to the bottom and it's done it has to shoot all the way up yeah very fast and it shoots up 
very very fast that if you're anywhere near it you will die yeah like it, it's if it touches you while it's going at yeah. that speed it's gonna die yeah if you're looking down oh what's this going on your kappa got detated you yeah. know you ain't you ain't making it out of there he actually was looking because yeah. he heard a sound and yeah. the old man was like you should step back yeah he's so uh which is very interesting because the first thing i thought of when i saw that is mag levitation mm -hmm. but i there was no metal mm -hmm. for it to mag lev over and so i don't know it was weird but it's I, uh, just it's like an interesting technology one thing i want to point out that's very interesting is um you're describing this as a tower yeah so it could be underground as well it, but the thing is initially when you first saw the movie did you think of it as being a tower because i was the, i i automatically assumed it was um top floor where the fuga is and then everything else is underground that's uh, i just find it interesting that's the way i, I it, could it, be, yeah. it yeah could i be, mean we, we don't know even after yeah. watching the movie either one of us could be correct and i we've made a mistake there is something that happens before the guy wakes up they're it's the food preparation where the guy's walking right, around right 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 so yeah. i guess we could touch that on that real quick so you see this one person walking around i guess is the head chef he would be i'm assuming yeah, yeah. and uh there's like countless chefs just do, working on all different types of food everything you can imagine whether it's a uh, fish or steak or even snails that's gonna come up later and all these other different things and um he's going over and inspecting it and it's like premium like top everything uh, there's a scene later on where they, uh, throughout the movie they occasionally keep going back to like the chefs cooking food and everything. Yeah. There's a scene later on where he's yelling at people. He has four of them lined up and he's holding something and then you realize they take off their chef's hat and he's trying to match which hair it belonged to uh, which person. So it's like throughout the movie they keep cutting to those scenes and you could tell like this is supposedly the greatest the greatest chefs chefs in the world I'm assuming uh, are working on is creating some of the greatest food ever for these prisoners. So one thing we never get shown or get um, informed of as the audience is what is the state of the world. Yes. Right? We don't know if this is post-apocalyptic. We don't know if this is in the future, in the past. Modern day. Uh, it could be modern day. We, we don't know. I, I kind of thought it was an alternate type because those names that they are given are not normal names, even in Spain. Yeah, they're they're very unusual names. So it could be even be something like a different dimension, a different timeline, anything. You know, it, it, literally an alternate be, reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're very unusual names: Goreng and Turamagasi. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very. It unusual. sounds like a. It sounds like a like a kind of like a sci-fi book that you would read of. A, yeah. Kind of like almost like The Giver and stuff like that. Hated that book. I loved it Hated so that much. Book. You are out of your fucking mind. Every other word was he would say something save for something. It was just like, and everybody was outside save for the one person. And all the food was eaten save for the one bread. It's like every sentence had the word save for in it. And it just blew and the my the old man said obviously every other fucking sentence. But it was, okay, still, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. I was, I got tired of reading save for. It was so horrible. you should have just skipped over it. You can't because I needed to know what was left out. <laughs> <laughs> so you skip save for and then just read what that what was left out. What? Just go back to the movie. Okay. <clears throat> I forgot what I was saying about the movie. You were saying sci-fi, very much like The Giver. Oh right. Yeah. So we don't know what the what the state of the world is. We don't know. The only thing we know about the 
the world other than the the prisoners is the chefs that are cooking the food mm-hmm. and uh when they start doing flashbacks when he was getting interviewed to go into the hole which yeah. is what they call it in the movie yeah what the the prison that they're in or not that's what yeah that's what el hoyo means so this is where we kind of like okay so this is not really a prison no this guy didn't commit a crime on the outside right Mm -hmm. he volunteered for this he's getting a diploma after he completes a six months in the hole and this is um and then you start hearing the the phrase the administration Mm -hmm. right you're like the and uh the administration is doing this and the administration this and that and so you don't know what the administration is the administration could be the government the mm-hmm. administration could be the corporation that is in charge of the whole the administration could be the new world order we don't know what the administration is it's a mystery mm-hmm. a lot of this movie is like set up as a mystery yeah. and you you're it's made for you to interpret it yourself it, it is and then it's also made that way so you can concentrate on the actions at hand right Mm -hmm. because this is kind of like you the way i looked at it when i saw the interview i was like they are doing a social experiment yeah that's kind of what it looked like because they're asking all these random uh weird questions and they even say like hey so you're you're okay to smoke here but you know you can't smoke in the hole yeah and and then the guy's like all right and then the person interviewing kind of just like gives them that weird look they check off in a different box it's yeah, I could definitely see a social experiment. Like thing. that's the first thing I thought of when yeah. I was like, "He's like, what are you here for?" He's like, "Oh, I volunteered to be here." I was like, "Okay, so this is not a hundred percent a prison." Yeah. And then the old man was like, "All right, I'm doing a year here, and then uh, I forget what he gets in return." Um, he he gets out. He got nothing. Because well, uh, the, the thing is, he uh, he was either supposed to go to a uh, like a psychiatric hospital or here, and he chose here. Oh, okay. Because okay. he committed a crime. So he doesn't... Uh, the only thing he gets after this is freedom. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, that's so, why he even says it was just like... When the guy tells him, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do six months and I get a diploma. And he's like, for six months, he's like, I should have two already. Because he's been there for a year. Or he's going to yeah. be there for a year. He's like, I'm going to get nothing. He he says that. Yeah, that's true. So I guess there are criminals in there. So oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it is a prison as well. But it, like- it's, it's weird. It's, it's a prison slash... A thing, I guess, if you if you do the time, I guess because it is a social experiment, maybe the quote unquote administration is doing some type of um, experimentation, see, and they want to see what you know if, who, who's going to volunteer, what are how are they going to react as opposed to the criminals. It's funny because now that we we said this, it to me kind of sounds like another commentary on the private prison systems mm-hmm. that we have in the United States yeah, that yeah, are yeah. for profit. Um, now these people aren't really making anything for profit, but it's kind of like combining a, a bunch of things to kind of comment, uh, to comment on, yeah. uh, in our social, uh, social, what? In no, our social society. Yeah. Whatever. I would, I would have said landscape. Yeah. Social landscape. Yeah. Good job, Dan. That's yeah. what you're here for. Yeah. Um, well, do you, do you want to get to their items? Cause at that point when he was talking about the, uh, yeah, what he's explain the items. Yeah. All right. So, um, so that's when, uh, so right before when the old man saying, oh, the diploma and all that, uh, he's looking at that, the main character Garang, he's like, so what did you bring? Because everybody's allowed to bring in one item, no matter what that is. So you're allowed to bring in just about anything you can think of. 
and he decided that he wanted to bring in a book. He wanted to bring in uh, Don Quixote, the, the Man of La Mancha, which, um, if you don't know, it's one of the most famous books around. It's about um, this guy who is very chivalrous, and he eventually loses his mind. His name is Don Quixote. He's running around with this guy called um, Sacho Panza, who was kind of like a sidekick and tried to keep him like based in reality. And Don Quixote was all about being a knight and helping people out and doing this whole thing. So um, it's very interesting that he shows that book because that's going to turn out to be interesting later. But um, he brought it because, hey, it's a good read. It's a popular book. And then he gets into what the old man brought. Now, the old man, he kind of explains his story a little bit, how why he's in there. And I love this, um, where he's talking about how he, he was like, hey, have you ever seen one of those infomercials on TV where they talk about this thing? Um, oh, what was it called? Samurai Plus. Samurai X. No, it was before that. It was Samurai. I was about to say Samurai X. Before Samurai Plus, it was the Samurai Max. Oh, okay. Samurai Max, yeah. Because he was talking about it. So there's this thing called Samurai Max where it sharpens any knife. So if it's the sharpest knife that you have, you put the Samurai Max thing in there. You sharpen it up, it gets even sharper. You could take the dullest knife, and the Samurai Max is going to make it even sharper. And this guy, uh, Trimagasi, is looking at it, and he says, Wow, something this simple could make my life so much better. I have to order this thing. It looks amazing. So he sees the the infomercial guy, the ladies who are, Oh, how do you use this? The whatever. Um, he thinks this is the, gr- the greatest thing ever. Um, he orders it. And then, uh, actually, no, he didn't order the Samurai Max, but he sees it, and then another infomercial comes right after it, and it says Samurai Plus. And it's the same guy giving the same infomercial, talking about, hey, do you have a, a, a dull knife or whatever? It doesn't matter. Take this knife. It's a Samurai Plus, where it's a knife that never gets dull, and it sharpens as you use it. And the guy started thinking, that's crazy. You guys are trying to sell this thing that sharpens any knife. And then anybody who turns around and buys it gets screwed over. And then you're selling a knife that never gets dull. And he's looking at that and he's thinking, like, that's just crazy. He gets so upset. He takes his TV, throws it out the window, and it lands on some guy who's riding a bike. Kills him. And he has to go to prison for it. Now, he specifically says it was somebody who was um, an immigrant from another an immigrant from another country that killed him. And he said, how is it my fault? That guy shouldn't have even been here. Yeah. And that's something that kind of comes into play throughout the movie. Statements like that. And uh, yeah. Oh, actually, which is very interesting. So when the platform first comes down, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to go back because actually this was an important comment that I forgot to mention. Mm -hmm. Um the the old man is eating and then the 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 younger guy is like why don't people just ration the food so yeah. everybody gets them and the guy autom- like as soon as he finishes that statement the guy just snarls back at him is like are you a communist yeah and if you don't know what communism is like the definition of it cuz i didn't really know 100% like what the definition of communism is so mm-hmm. Communism is a political theory derived from Karl Marx, uh, a.k.a. Marxism, um, advocating class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs. Now, I think this is very interesting because um, we keep going back and forth of like symbolism within the movie. And uh, one of the things Dan and I had like kind of mentioned before we started the podcast is that for, for me, I thought the food symbolized wealth. Mm -hmm. 
and the wealth came from the top down mm-hmm. and then you know the riches got what they want and then they left the leftovers to the next people and yeah. then so on and so forth till there was nothing left to give and then you have your poverty line at level whatever mm-hmm. so in it towards Towards the end of the movie, the guy is calculating and seeing how, because he goes on a couple of different levels. We'll get to that later. But um, he's like, uh, once, once the platform gets to like level fifty-one, there's really no food for anybody else, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of levels, and we'll get to the how many yeah. levels later. But um i think is i think this is an interesting symbolism because a lot of times when taxes get brought up and then it's like tax the wealthy more because and then people are like no don't tax the wealthy more because then they'll have more money and they'll invest it more and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then the trickle down system right where the wealthy will trickle their money down by investing and propping up other businesses and those businesses can hire people and but then at the end of the day that that doesn't really work because we've we've been doing that Mm -hmm. and then there's still people in major major poverty and i think this is an interesting symbolistic symbolistic way to show that right Mm -hmm. so the food is the wealth Mm -hmm. and then you when you start from level one is you have your one percent and then it keeps going down is you you going down to like then you got like your levels 30s or whatever is like your middle class and then you get to like your 40s and you got your like lower middle class that are kind of still surviving that can survive on whatever scraps they have for the 30 days but then once you get past that it's like poverty and it's just like very hard to live or survive i mean within that same scene though um since we're still talking about it when he says like um how come everybody doesn't ration the food he actually shouts down at the hole and he tells them he's like hey you guys, why don't you do whatever? And then Trimagoski cuts him off. He's like, don't speak to them. Yeah. He's like, why shouldn't I speak to them? He's like, because they're down there. They're below us. Exactly. And that's where the class system comes into play again. Yeah. Where he's like, you don't speak to them. We go down there. He's like, all right. And what about the people up there? He's like, they're not going to speak to us. And he's like, why? Because they're up there. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, it couldn't get more obvious about, the, you know, class exactly. when, it, when like it comes he to literally, that. You know? So yeah. it's all about the upper class, literally, um, kind of like ignoring the bottom class and at one point uh the people down there even started yelling back it was just like how come you didn't leave enough wine for the rest of us trimagasi pees on them because <laughs> he's looking down upon them he's like here yeah. you go this is you want it liquid this is what you get yeah here's your here's the wine for you yeah like uh, so yeah it's it, sometimes the symbol the symbolism is um indirect and sometimes it slaps you in the face yeah but yeah, it's he's like those are above us, yeah. and they're above. And then the the young the younger guy tells him, it's like, all right, so because um, later on you find out that every thirty days you wake up on a new floor. Yeah, they gas you, and then they put you on a new floor with the same roommate. With the same roommate. So he goes, well, what if you end up on one of the lower floors? When he goes, well, I've been there, right? Yeah. So he's been on the lower floor, and he's like, I've, I know what it's like. Yeah. And so he's like, then why don't you ration when you're up here? Yeah. And so it, it, the, the train of thought makes a lot of sense, right? So if you experience the like starvation for thirty days, and then you finally get up there to have food, yeah. like as someone who is currently not starving, yeah. 
I'd be like, yeah, of course I would ration. But when you're starving, you're in such a mental st- yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it because I've never been starving. I mean, the only way I could see it is you were going 30 days without any food. You're you're in the mindset of I need to eat as much as I can now before it's gone again. I I, I who yeah. knows when I'm gonna get this much again. Granted, you know you're there for 30 days, but you just experienced 30 days of starvation. So yeah. now food shows up is like I want it all. I want everything that's, that's, that's there. That's if you're lucky enough to get into a floor where you get food. Yeah, but no, if you yeah, get exactly. into another 30 days where you don't get food or you get very very little food. Now you that's got where you just, get creative. Yeah, that's yeah exactly, the, and you and you do see that, and yeah. that's when the gore comes in. Well, which, is, which uh, reminds me, I uh, with the with the whole what Trimagasi brought, I didn't get to that. Um, yes, that's true. We kind of <laughs> yeah, we kind of yeah. just went off of that. So he talks about the Samurai Max and the Samurai Plus, and then he throws the TV at the thing, and then the guy's just like, "Well, that's great. so you killed someone." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I brought my book. What did you bring in?" And then he pulls out the Samurai Plus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like so, he still got the knife he wanted in the end, but. Which is going to become very strategic to somebody who's inside this place. And you find out that um, he even says, like, people bring in, like, crossbows and knives and anything. Like, literally anything you imagine. At one point, some people have a little kiddie pool. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> brought a surfboard. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why the fuck would you buy a surfboard? That's I mean, so stupid. When I saw the, the, the people inside the kiddie pool, like, where'd the water come from? Was it water? And then I think it was probably the sink because I yeah. thought a few minutes after that. But yeah, that's what I thought of initially. <laughs> <laughs> they just peed in there. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man, it's um, it's a like like we said, and we're gonna keep saying this movie makes you think. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It is such a good. Yeah. Like when I see something like that, and I'm just like, God. Yeah. This the writer and director for yeah. them to be able to pull something off like this is just uh, for me it's, it's just an it's it's amazing because yeah. I don't think I could be able to do this like I don't think I can do something where I can create symbolism that deep yeah. or like think of it in that way or yeah. portray it in that way for other people to kind of di- be able to digest it in a different perspective yeah and um. Yeah, it's it was amazing. Yeah, man. Again, kudos to them. Kudos, kudos yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, like they did one one hell of a job. But um, all right. So to go forward with the plot a little bit. So, uh, Trimagasi shows them the knife. They go on, and then they kind of like do like a little bit of a montage. Um, yeah, the thirty day montage yeah. of them like becoming better friends. Yeah, they became At one friends. Point, they were both naked doing yoga. Because you know <laughs> why not? <laughs> and uh, throughout the, throughout it, um, they're both reading the book. Uh, with uh, Gorang reading the book to Trimagasi, sometimes Trimagasi reading the book, they like, like you said, became really good friends. Uh, and then it's the the last day, and they're both lying in bed, and that's when Trimagasi tells him, "Hey, do you believe in God?" And he's just like, "What what kind of question is that?" He's like, "What do you mean? Do I believe in God?" He's like, "Well, I mean, if if you if you do, I suggest you pray that we get to a good floor tomorrow." Yeah. And then you know he's like, "Okay, whatever." And then he's like, "Do you believe in God?" And he's like, "Well, tonight I do, or I do this month, or something like that." Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then they go to sleep because uh, there was a gas that puts them to sleep. Then they yeah. wake up in a new thing. So um, that's when they wake up. And do you remember which floor they were on, the number? I think it was 120-something. Something like that. So yeah. they wake up, obviously, on a much lower floor. Um, yeah. Gorang is tied to the bed, like, straight up restrained, restrained, restrained. Yeah. Um, better than what I've seen in the hospital. And <laughs> this guy's tied up. He's got, like, the mouth, like, thing down. And then uh, Trimagasi is just like, hey, man. So you have a really good heart. I could see that you don't really have what it takes to survive in this type of place. So 
I like you a lot, and because I like you, I'm gonna try to do my best to not have to eat you. <laughs> but well, he's like, I, I'm gonna try my best not to kill you, but I will. Well, eventually... I mean, he said he was like, hey, if we have, if somebody, he, I think he even says like, if somebody, if something else happens, like if I could survive off of something else, I'm not gonna kill you. But you know, like if somebody jumps down the hole or something like that, which you do see. Yeah. Um. I forgot to mention that where people see it, realize like the, what floor they're on. And then you just see people just straight up, just jumping down the hole. Cause they don't want to live through that. And they yeah. just c- commit suicide that way. Um, so yeah. And then he decides is like, so what I'm going to do is like, I'm going to just cut pieces of you off and I'm going to treat you as well as I can. Mm-hmm. And that way you can still survive. And I still have meat. That's not going bad. Yeah, well, no. So they can both survive. Oh, so they can both feed him because too. they're friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna feed him as well. It's not like he's just gonna eat him yeah. and let him starve. Like he's like he's like I'm gonna feed you too. Yeah. Like he's like and you're gonna feed me my own flesh. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. This is one of the things that because there's 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 no hope of escape. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's literally no way out. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that you realize towards the end of the um. The, well, so again, this is something we forgot to mention before they switch. This is the lady during their thirty <laughs> days is uh, they see a woman sitting on the platform, yeah. traveling down with the platform. Yeah, she was descending from one of the upper floors. Yeah. So, and then he tells him, "Oh, she's looking for her child yeah. to just leave her alone." So she she rides the. Um, she does this every month. Like she's always yeah. going down. She's like she kills because right before she came down, someone fell through the hole mm-hmm. and like hit the hit a part of the hole and splattered blood on Garang, and then it's this whole thing. And the lady comes down, and the the old man explains who she is. Yeah. She's like she's looking for a child. Um, so she travels on this platform every month. So yeah. like she's like she kills her um roommate so she can get a new one and that's that's one of the rules that you learn right there on the spot yeah so if your roommate dies you're given a new one yeah Yeah. hoping so she does that every month hoping to get her child and then you know yeah it goes on yeah Yeah, so that happened uh like i said we forgot that and uh so fast forward they're on the thing uh gorang is tied to the bed trimagasi um, they kind of like do another little montage where they go like eight days and uh, Tremagasi even says like, Hey, I was reading the book. I can't do it anymore, man. I'm really hungry. How many days was it? Eight. Only? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause he, he even said, it was like, Hey, I'm an old man. I don't have it in me. I can't be starving myself. And he, remember he compared him to, uh, to snails, um, to, uh, escargot yeah. where it's like, yeah. you have to give escargot eight days for it to, um, what's the word? Uh, purge purge yes and then whatever so he was treating he kept on calling me like, hey you're you're my little snail like he kept yeah. on saying that throughout the whole thing so he waited the eight days was like hey i can't do it um stabs in the leg and right when he's doing that you see the platform descending and that woman is uh sitting on the thing again she um she remembers uh trimagasi who was um who was not be- trying to help her but he was like kind to her which is something you don't see very much in the hole she remembered that. No, Garang. Garang, no, I'm sorry. Trimagasi's the old man. Yeah, yeah. Trimagasi's the old man. Uh, so she remembered that. She saw Trimagasi cutting into Garang. She jumps down, uh, pulls him off of him, starts beating him up, unties uh, Garang, gives him the knife. And he goes and proceeds to just like just straight up murder uh, Trimagasi and kill him. 
Yeah. Um, she kind of like nurses him back to health, and then um, now Garang is in there with Trimagasi's body. No food coming down. This guy who was just like trying to be all nice and help people out and all those other things. Now he's resorting to either dying or eating this guy who he became friends with. Yeah. So. And then you see it towards the end of the month, like his flesh is rotting. There's worms eating it, mm-hmm. and he grabs a piece of something from his body and like kind of just chews on it. Yeah. And then the gas comes and uh, he gets in a room with a new roommate. Yeah. I forgot which floor, but he's on. He's in like, the thirties at this point. Yeah, I think like thirty-three or something. Something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. so. He's on the thirty-third floor, and he's like, "All right, this is it's better um, yeah. than where I came from." And he now has a new roommate. Yes, the lady with the dog, right? Yep, Ramsey's yeah. the second. Yes, lady <laughs> with the dog with Ramsey's the second. That's the name of the dog. Um, so, so yeah, they start talking and stuff. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I go. I, I was speaking for a while. You go. Um, so they start talking, and uh, he starts to recognize her a little bit, and um, uh, the platform comes down. So she takes like a couple of bites of food. Makes a plate, makes two plates. No, she doesn't take food. Not this time. Oh, she gives the dog food yep. first. Okay, this time she gives the dog food, like a, a couple of bites. Mm-hmm. And um, she makes, uh, uh, f- puts food on a plate, which is way more than what she took. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is interesting. So, and then the, the, the platform goes down she she yells down to the people below she's like take the rations that i made and make two more rations for the people below you yeah like we this gotta, way everybody then, could eat yeah and then she's trying to be nice about it mm-hmm. and now throughout the 30 days they they're talking she keeps doing this she's not succeeding nobody's listening to her and um the guy uh Garang gets tired and he goes he goes like hey assholes He's like, if you don't do what she says, I'm going to shit out all over your food. I'm going to spread and it all gonna, over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not going to have anything to eat. Yeah. And they shut the fuck up. And, you know, they. I think they start trying to do what they tell her. But he recognizes her later on as the woman who interviewed him mm-hmm. to go into this place. Mm-hmm. And again, the one of the days while they're sitting there, uh, when the platform comes down, again, you see that lady just looking for her child. Mm-hmm. So the platform passes, then he starts talking to her. He's like, yeah, she's looking for a child, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I've been working for the administration for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I interviewed this woman. There were no children. Yeah, this woman's an actress. She wanted to be the next um, Marilyn Monroe. The Asian Marilyn the Monroe. The next Asian Marilyn Monroe. She made a, yeah. she made a point to say that. Yes. Um, there's a lot of race involved in this movie. Yes, and yes. Um, So the next Asian Marilyn Monroe. Again, another... Uh, aspect on society yeah. were very racist. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's saying all this other stuff, and she also yeah. goes on to mention that uh, that it's two hundred floors. Yes. She she said that that's the toll. She knows she's been working there for twenty five years. She knows it's going on. Well, to the to an extent, she didn't know how crazy it was inside the hole. She's yeah. learning this now. And uh, so yeah, she kind of like talks to Garang, and they're trying to, and she kind of like. Sort of convinces him, like, hey, if we could do this whole ration thing, everybody could survive. And he, he starts thinking a little bit more like how he was before he started. But he did yeah. go through all this crazy stuff already, so he already is in the mindset of yeah. survival. And uh, the lady's like, I, I have cancer. That's why I'm here. Yep. So, uh, and blah, blah, blah. And then their 30 days passes. They get gassed. 
and then you see him start to wake up mm-hmm. and he looks at the number of the floor because the the number of the floor is written on one of the walls yeah in the concrete so you, you look at the the number and it's 202 yep so and then he looks again and the lady hung herself yeah because remind also she was convinced there's 200 floors yeah also one of the things we forgot to mention is that ramsey's the second didn't make it the the girl that came down on a platform um who's also kind of like a known cannibal right there uh at this point in the movie you kind of know that she eats people um she because they took her because uh she was hurt that's right she uh, was she, hurt coming down the platform so they kind of yeah, like nursed they took her, to her yeah and then when he went to sleep and when they woke up she was like she had already dismembered the fucking dog yeah. and probably ate him um hey, it was that and, or or the people <laughs> yeah exactly so and uh and then she got on the platform wrote it down and then when th- they got to sleep woke up on 202 the lady hung herself mm-hmm. and then he was kind of again on the 202nd floor there's definitely no food that was going to get to him down there and um so one thing another thing we forgot to mention I mean, there's so much that happens in this movie th- this movie's very dense yeah like it's uh it's crazy so throughout uh, after he kills Trimagasi he starts um seeing these visions of Trimagasi speaking to him, saying, hey, my little snail, this, that, and the other. And then at this, this is one point where he sees her hanging there. And then, uh, you know, the image of uh, Trimagasi pops up again. And he's like, hey, she could have jumped down and killed herself. But because you guys are friends, she decided to hang herself so that you have some food. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like I don't want to eat her, this, that, the other. And um, the whole time this is happening, I'm thinking, I was like, she also had cancer. Like, what are what are the aspects of eating her right now? Yeah. What's going to happen to you? If you eat exactly this. you you'll probably get cancer exactly so um so that's going on and uh i believe he just proceeds to eat her not immediately i think he waits towards the end right does or? he though because he had a bandaged arm where i think he he cut off his pinky and ate it i don't remember that because on his one hand it was bandaged and i think he only had the four fingers i'm not or maybe it was five i'm not sure maybe it's possible i just ate didn't one catch of his it, yeah. fingers instead of eating her maybe i'm not sure no that, that maybe may uh, i don't know yeah but um so he starts seeing the images of trimagasi then he starts seeing images of her yeah and uh he starts, starts hallucinating, hallucinating a lot yeah. and uh that's where they're talking and then his his visions of Trimagasi and the lady who's I'm not gonna look at her name right now, um, but they were talking to each other and they're saying just like oh he thinks of himself as the Messiah he thinks of himself as this that the other so the guy's trying to survive um, he might have eaten a pinky like Aslam said he starts eating the book that he brought in with him um, he's just doing whatever he can to survive at this point and uh, not much happens there then he goes to the next floor right after thirty days right yeah. And that's where he wakes up and he's on the sixth floor. Yep. And he's just like, okay, sixth floor, that's pretty good. And then, well, no, he wakes up to hearing some guy screaming and's like, I'm on fire, I'm on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not understand that reference. Me neither. Yeah. But uh, this guy's screaming, I'm on fire. He's got like this Is rope. Is he the burning bush? Maybe. So he's <laughs> he's got this rope wrapped around his shoulder and he's just like, I could do it. I can get out of here now. He's like, what do you mean you get out of here? And then that's when he shouts to the pe- the his roommate, shouts to the people upstairs. And he's just like, hey, um, can you guys help me out? I'm going to climb out of here and w- I'm going to escape from this place. This is a message from God. He told me to do it. And the people are just like, oh, you know, which God uh, told you this, this, that, and the other. 
Um, also forgot to mention the guy is um, he's black. He's well, he's not African American, obviously, but he is black, Afro Latino, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And um, the other people above him, it's a man and a woman. They're saying like, oh, all these other questions, like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, throw your rope up here, and what happens? Yeah, <laughs> the dude above him calls him. Uh, the dude above him, when he's talking, he looks over and he's talking to someone off screen and calls Honey. Yeah, he says Honey. And uh, you realize, I guess, they're together. It's either a man and his girlfriend or wife or whatnot. But, yeah, so the guy is like, all right, we'll help you throw the rope. So he grabs the rope, and he's holding it, and the guy starts climbing. Mm -hmm. And he gets almost to the top, and he reaches his hand out. He's like, help me. Mm -hmm. And then someone just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, Yeah, the lady comes out of nowhere, takes down her pants, and shits on his face. Yeah. And the guy falls down, almost falls down the hole. Garen grabs him, pulls him back to safety. And the rope falls all the way down the hole. Yep. So and, and the so, guy starts freaking out. He's just like, "I'm never gonna get this close again. Like this was my chance to get out of here. I'm on the sixth floor. Yeah. You know, this is this is my one chance." Um, the Gareng and this guy they start to become friends. Um, mm-hmm. over time, and uh, Gareng, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly how he comes to the conclusion of uh, what they plan to do next. Do you remember? So I I think what what he so while he was on the 202nd floor mm-hmm. he started doing some math. That's right. Yeah, it's very important. And um and he 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 was counting how many seconds it took the thing to go from floor to floor mm-hmm. and then I think how many seconds it was it to go up mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, he ca- yeah, and, every time it landed on a platform he counted how long it took and then <clears throat> like you said when it, he counted how long yeah. it took until And then it he shot, estimates shot there's there's 250 floors. Yes. So he's like I think the the solution to this is to make sure everybody eats. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to ride the platform down and ration the food ourselves Mm -hmm. to make sure everybody gets food. Yeah, by any means necessary. (laughs) By any means necessary. So he's like, all right, the the other guy agrees. He's like, we'll do this. So they take one of the bed frames, they break it down. They take two of the metal posts Mm -hmm. and as weapons, and they start riding down the platform. Now, before you continue, this is where I want to jump into the book. Don Quixote is about a guy who believes himself to be chivalrous and goes around saving people yeah. from time to time. He also has a person that helps him out that tries to keep him grounded. Mm-hmm. They're literally reenacting the book at this point. It's they're Don yeah. Quixote and, Don, and, Ch- and Sancho Panza, and they're trying to do the best they can to save whoever they can. Everybody. Yeah. And the whole plan for going down is because the guy wants to go up, and he's saying the only way we can go up is when the platform shoots back up at the end of the day. We can make it to the top floor. But in order to yeah. do that, we need to descend all the way down to the bottom. And, exactly. And that's... So yeah. So they start riding down the platform. They go to seven, and they, he starts... He tries to give somebody food. He's like, They're no. friends of his. They're friends yeah. of, the, of, the, of the black guy. Yeah. So he's like, he tries to give him food, and he's like, no, we can't give him food. He's like, why not? He's like, because... His name was Baharat, the black guy. Baharat, and, the, yeah. and the lady who owned the dog was called Imogiri. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and Miharu was the Asian woman. I'm just going to name everyone now. <laughs> so Bahara um, and uh, Goren go down. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, we can't give anybody food right now. These people have been here a couple of days. They've eaten. Yeah. Um, they could by go the time we get to the 51st floor, um, all the food will be gone. So we have to wait until after that to start giving food. 
because uh, usually by the time it gets to that floor, there's no food left for them to eat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's like, we have to wait until we get there to uh, start rationing food. Now, here's the thing. Supposedly, they put enough food on this platform for everyone to eat. Yeah. The only way for that to happen with the amount of floors that are on that is if everybody literally takes one or two bites yeah, exactly. of the food, and that's it. Like, So it's not enough food f- to feed yeah. like a, a one meal for the people. Yeah. So and, you're not even... And that, that plays ahead. into the whole, the lady who worked there, um, Imre, yeah. Imre Guri or whatever. She, she believes there's enough food for everybody. She believes yeah. there's 200 floors. She's been there for 25 years. She yeah. works with them and she doesn't even know. So you have to yeah. imagine if this, if the knowledge of this whole is worldwide, then mm-hmm. the, the, it, the perception is, okay, this is what's happening, but everybody's being fed. So that's not really an issue. That's the way they perceive it as. And then once you go inside, you realize what the truth is. Yeah, so they start writing down the platform. So this is coming towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. They start writing down the platform, going from floor to floor, fending off people uh, or letting them take very little food. Um, some people uh, try to fight them. They hit them over the head or whatever. I'm pretty sure they killed one or two yes, people. Yes, they did. They had to have done so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or concussed people because they were I mean, bl- there was blood, blood shot out of their skulls <laughs> yeah. when they hit them. So they were definitely being concussed at some point. And um, so they keep writing it down. They get to the 51st floor and they're like, all right, time to start giving out food. Mm -hmm. So they started giving out food. The people down there were like almost beaten spiritually Mm -hmm. because they were just kind of sitting there slumped over. They don't have the energy because they haven't eaten. Mm -hmm. Right. So you you literally don't have the energy to fight anymore. Mm -hmm. And they kind of just sat there. And they threw them food, and they were kind of just, like, happy to get yeah. something to eat. Yeah. They kept going. They kept going. They kept going. There were a few people that still had some fight in them, but not many. Yeah. yeah. Also, when you saw that you got to, like, the below the 150s, you just saw scenes of dismembered bodies. Yeah. People were eating other. Like, there was this one scene where this guy was literally... Eating out of uh, eating like the this lady that was laying in bed, she was yeah. just dead, and he was just like literally yeah. eating her. It looks like he just killed her, and he started feeding on her. Yeah. And there was this one duo where there was this one man who seemed to be sick, uh, laying in his bed, and they uh, they were feeding him food. They literally had to carry like some soup or something to him and lift yeah. up his head so he could eat it. And they were uh, feeding his roommate, um, who was this this other guy who had um, what's what's that called? I uh, think Down syndrome. Down syndrome, yes. And then um, they're they're making sure that both these guys are eating, that they're being fed. And then the the kid with Down syndrome or the guy with Down syndrome tells him, he's like, I'm going to kill the other guy and eat him. And they're like, yeah. why Why would you do that? Like, here's some food. You know, we're going to try to get some food. We're, we have a plan. Maybe we could help everybody out. He's like, when you leave, I'm going to cut open that guy's stomach and I'm going to eat what you just fed him. And it was like, that's that's one thing. It's like, even though yeah. they're doing this, they're trying to help everybody out. They already are in this mindset of survival. Like anything goes. And you also don't know how many times those people have gotten onto floors yeah. where they didn't get food. Yeah, or how long they've been there as opposed to people who just got there, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So uh, so they keep going down, and they're going down and down. And the platform doesn't uh, just skip some floors because there's no one on it. Yeah. So this is how smart the platform well, is. Well, before right? this, they meet the Baharat's mentor or friend or whatever. Yes, yes, it was, that is true. It was this uh, this older guy in a wheelchair, another uh, African descent guy, another black guy. Who and it's like because it, it, the whole thing is once they reach a, a platform, 
Baharat straight up screams like, everybody back up. Don't come near me. I will kill you. This, that, the other. You're only getting enough for, for one portion or whatever. And then once they descend to this floor where it's his mentor or his friend, and he tells him, just like, hey, back up. And he's like, Baharat, what, what are you doing? And he's like, you have to be kind. Like, you're supposed to use your words first. We don't just, we don't just um, start yelling at people and trying to attack them. We do this. And then uh, Garang asked him, was like, well, what if we tell them that? And then they don't listen. And he's like, oh, then you should just smash their skulls in. But you got to speak yeah. first. <laughs> yeah don't forget your manners <laughs> and then that's when he tells him he's just like uh, he's like not only do you guys have to go make it back up to the top of the platform you need to walk back with a dish you have to show these people who made all this food that even though it descended all the way down to the bottom that you could still give them a plate back to them be like look this is what we could do together we can accomplish this and then they picked the one dessert i forgot what it was called but uh it was this uh they said Fuck, it so many times, say, too. Yeah, I know. It was some French dessert. Yeah. I forgot what it was and they called. were just like, you have to, and then it was like this one plate of dessert, and that was the symbol. That was the message that they had to make sure that this one thing of dessert made it all the way to the bottom, and then it came back up with them, and they would give it to them, be like, look, we could still survive. Yeah. It's either that or it's like your food wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's too. There, there wasn't enough to something like that. Yeah. So anyway, you continue. So they were going. There were some floors where the the platform was smart because. Yeah. So the plat the platform is smart because uh, unless someone is controlling it, how does it know that there's nobody on that floor to stop for them to eat? Right? I just assume the there were cameras the whole time. Because the platform will know. How do they How do they know when the roommate when their roommate's dead? When they gas. Them, oh, you're right. Because they, they check the bodies. Yeah, or they check the rooms. Yeah, you're right. So the, I guess they don't know what happens for 30 days until they come back in and move them, yeah. right? And uh, they definitely know people are killing each other because obviously yeah, there's clean up bodies missing. And stuff. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. There could be cameras. Like we don't know what kind of technology they have because the platform doesn't stop on floors where there is no people. Yeah. But one thing the platform doesn't know is that it, it ran out of food. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going to each floor. It keeps descending until it gets to the bottom, and then it goes back up, whether it has food or not. Yeah. So that's so. There's interesting things like that where like it contradicts each other, yeah. kind of in a way, but not really. And this <clears throat> this crushes Garang and Baharat's spirits when they realize like, okay, it skips floors. So all the counting he did is no longer accurate, even though yeah. even though it wasn't accurate to begin with. It, but he had an idea. Now you know for a fact. Okay. So it skips floors. So you counted the seconds for each floor. That no longer applies. So we yeah. have no idea how long we're going down. We're ready so for 250, hit, but it could be anything hit, now. Yeah, so they finally hit 250, and they're like, oh, we made it. And then it goes down again, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then it keeps going. It keeps skipping floors. Did they get off at 250 and then get back on when it started going down? Um, no, I remember them getting off when they had the whole interaction with the, with that, with the Asian woman. That's when they got off. I know that. Oh, right. So when they were going down, they saw the Asian woman, uh, fighting off this guy. And when they came down, he tried to help her, but it was too late because the platform hadn't reached yet. No, the guy had stabbed her like a solid, like the one guy who was fighting her stabbed her like a solid, like 50 times. Yeah, 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 he couldn't because the platform hadn't stopped yet oh, for the guy okay, to go help you, him. So by the time he got there, he had like stabbed her yeah. six times. 
And then he started hitting him. And then the other guy fought this guy with a katana. Someone brought in a He katana. brought in a katana. <laughs> yeah, I was happy about that. I was like, shit, I want to bring in a katana. Um, what if somebody said, I want to come in with a sandwich? Would that, would that, <laughs> cool, would that have been okay? <laughs> well, I guess because you'll eat it and then it's gone. I know, but I mean, it was like nobody thought to bring food, I guess. I mean, granted, if, like I said, if if the people outside don't know what the what goes on in the hole, they wouldn't know food, but... Maybe I'd be like, you know what? I could go for a cheesesteak. I'll take a cheesesteak with me. <laughs> sure, I could go for a cheesesteak right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they don't make it in time to help her out. She dies. They fight off the other two people, kill them. The But they're gravely Baharat, wounded. <laughs> yeah. Baharat gets the katana. They manage to get back on the platform yeah. when it was going down again. And then they keep going. Well, all the, well, way the thing down. at this point is Baharat was straight up sliced acro- almost like across his waist, yeah, and he, and Garang was like had the life choked out of him after he was like beaten to a pulp, basically. Yeah. So then they both kind of just like just barely get back on the platform and start descending again, and they're like they're just ready to go. They're ready to die. The only thing they have left is that one dessert, I think. Yeah, yeah, that one dessert that they saved. Yeah. And uh, so they make it down. To floor three hundred and thirty-three. Three, three, three. Yes, um, and they make it down to the floor. The platform stops and kind of stays there for a little bit. He looks up, and under the bed, there's a young girl, mm-hmm. young Asian girl. Yes, young Asian girl. And he's like, "Oh my God, it's the child." Yeah, she really did have a daughter. Yeah. So, uh, so now that means the the administrator girl or the girl that worked for the administrators was wrong again. Yeah, because she thought right? there were because no children she, allowed. Yeah, because she told him there's no no one under the age under, of sixteen. Yeah, no one under the age of sixteen is allowed to become part of this. So now she's wrong again. So they get off the platform thinking that's the last level, and then it's going to go up again. And then the platform starts to go down again. Well, a few things. Uh, Baharat uh, died. Um, they well, they gave the well, food he dies to the after girl. That. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So so they get off the platform. Yeah. And then, uh, then the platform starts going down again. They're like, "Fuck!" Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So now right. they have to wait for it to come down again, for them to ride it down more to see if there's any more floors. Yeah. But they look down and it's just pitch black. Mm-hmm. So what I thought was like anything below. Th- 333 is kind of like uh, the power's been cut off there it's just like kind of like no man's land mm-hmm. but we get to see that later um so then baharat is holding the dessert he's like this is the message mm-hmm. this is the message she's like we he looks at the girl he's like she's hungry we need to give her we need to give her some he's like he was about to give her some he's like he pulls it back again he's like no this is the message this is the message mm-hmm. and then it cuts the scene and then the girl's eating the dessert yeah so they ended up giving her the food. Yeah. So then both of them lie down to to rest and they kind of just pass out. And then this is when Garang has a vision. Mm-hmm. A vision of uh I forgot his name. Trimagasi. Yeah, Trimagasi. I think that's when he tells him the girl is the message. Yeah, it wasn't the dessert, it's her. Yeah. You need to have the girl go back to the top and show yeah. them like, hey, there's a child there's a in child here. Child that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, so he finally kind of like wakes up from a dream within a dream. And then he goes to Baharat and he tries to wake him up and he's like telling him the girl is a message, but then he sees all the blood Mm -hmm. 
that uh, that's underneath him, which Baharat bled out from the cut that he sustained mm-hmm. from the katana. Yeah. So he awaits the um, the platform to come back down, and he grabs the girl, gets on the platform, and rides it down all the way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Which kind of looks like a basement, yeah. but you, you you don't really see anything, right? It's just that you see the light because it's pitch black darkness. Yeah, and it's the light from the floors above. Yeah, and you see the light from the floors above. The platform kind of just stops, and then again, Trimagasi comes and speaks with Garang, and he's like, "The girl is the message," and he was like, "Yes." Uh, Garang is like, "I need to be the bearer." He's like, "A message needs no bearer," mm-hmm. and. Uh, Garang gets off and walks away in the pitch black darkness with uh, Trimagasi. Mm-hmm. And then the platform starts ascending mm-hmm. at the speed that it ascends. And you see the girl. And then the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't see the girl make it to the top. Mm-hmm. We don't see the the action of the... Like the... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? The resolve. The 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 results, results of the girl reaching the top. I mean, my, my I only my I have one theory is that when she when the platform finally reached the top, she just hit the ceiling and splattered because it was going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the I was thinking that the entire time, like when they first decided they wanted to go down, I was like, once the thing reaches the top, they're just gonna just like just straight up splatter all over the ceiling of, of that well spot. hopefully it starts slowing down when it gets to like the other floors to hey to the you saw how fast it was going when they were on floor six it's got to slow down a while before that that's how fast it was going that's true <laughs> that's another thing that's um little f- weird physics that they do yeah. but because i just imagine like all those plates and stuff that were on the bottom floor every time like whoever's job it was to clean up that mess when the thing got back to the top like come on man this is glass <laughs> It's like, opa, <laughs> fucking become Greek in this bitch, start breaking plates and shit. So, yeah, so that's so that's when the movie ends. Yep. Now, one thing I asked, I talked about with them before we started recording was like, so was that like a symbolistic way of showing that he died at the end? Yeah. Because they don't actually show him dying. He, apparently, he was alive until he reached all the way to the bottom. And at the time, the girl was sleeping. Yeah. Right? So, girl is sleeping the whole time. Yeah. Uh, when they started riding from 333. And they, were, I guess they were riding down for a while because she was awake and, like, help, helped him onto the platform when they started going down. Yeah. Then they went down for a while. And then she was sleeping on his lap. Yeah. And then that's when they finally reached the bottom. He spoke to uh, Trimagasi, and then he walked away with him. And then the platform started ascending, yeah. and the girl was still sleeping, even though the platform was moving as fast as it was. Yeah. She was still asleep. I mean, the way the way I see it, like I do think that he died. Um, I just imagine it as th- that bottom floor thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. Like I think three thirty three was the last floor, but I think it just hit ground. He was in his as he's dying and he's imagining everything. He gets her on there, and she goes up. I don't think there was a giant basement underneath because he. Yeah. I think that's all part of his imagination. Well, that's because that's where he saw Garang. That's where all this other stuff happened. Yeah, I just imagine that it was there. That was the bottom, or at least it was. Maybe the bottom was maybe a little bit lower. Something along those lines. I don't know. And then he got the girl on the platform, and then it raised, and he died. That's the way I see. I think happened. Um. But no, uh, who, who am I to say? Maybe there was a big basement. Maybe his his body's lying in the bottom of that basement somewhere. 
Yeah, I don't know. So, so, so to give you guys a, a something to compare this prison or building to, this building has three hundred and thirty-three floors. Um, the the largest building that has been built by humans right now is Burj Khalifa in Dubai, which has one hundred and sixty-three floors, and this is currently the tallest building in the world. At um, 829.8 meters. Um, yeah. I, maybe that's with the antenna. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Maybe take a meter or two off. But that's uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. For, for it to be that deep underground. Um, to be even be able to dig that deep underground and make the structure yeah. or whatever yeah whether it's, it's just, above or below or even even meeting somewhere in the middle it's it's yeah, it's crazy it's still crazy yeah um yeah that's so this movie again had a lot of symbolism and uh <clears throat> with the ending i i was reading this article where the um the director was quoted and he said uh and i quote ultimately i wanted it to be open to interpretation whether the plan worked and the higher ups even care about the people in the pit we actually did the film uh we actually did film a different ending of the girl arriving at the first level but we took it out of the movie i'll leave what happens to your imagination so he wanted to leave it as an op- uh the ending as um open to interpretation of the viewer and imagine what uh, could have happened and doing that is actually really a great thing because it leaves up your movie for discussion so you can talk about all the the amazing things that were in the movie and how you think um, it ended or what happened or you can kind of like imagine the world yourself and be lost in it a little bit Um, I mean what what I like about a movie like this is and this goes for a couple things. Like this movie, um, do you remember Children of Men? No. Clive Owen. Uh, it's it's a good movie if you ever get a chance. It's about a world where uh, no women can have uh, birth anymore. Right, and he had the last child. Okay, I never seen it, but I've uh, yeah. So it's yeah. stuff like that. That like that's another movie where it kind of makes you think. There is more action in that, obviously, but it's one of those things where it is kind of like a a psychological thriller, if you will. And I like movies like that because. I feel like you know you're doing a good job when you do something like that, and it makes you think, okay, what is the world like? Like, this movie where this whole exists, what is the rest of that world like? That's I want to know that more than anything. Like, I know they're yeah. never going to do it, but what if they were to make another movie in the same setting? Where it doesn't even have to take place anything to do with that whole, but it's the same world. I want to yeah. learn more about what that place is like. And they mentioned the whole. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. So it's connected. You know? But, yeah. So... <sighs> Like, this movie made, again, like we've said a million times, this movie made me think a lot. Yeah. And I, and I like movies that do that. Absolutely. It's, it's um, I think that's uh, one of the things a movie should do. Now, there's a, a lot of things movie. Like, it I depends love on what you're in for, what, you, what you're I in the lo- mood I love, for. Yeah, I love comedic movies, and I love to just laugh and have a good time. Um, I love my action movies as well, or comic book movies. But this this is one of the types of movies that every once in a while you kind of need to watch yeah. to uh, to have like a it's it's an interactive movie where you um, it holds your attention yeah. and 
your your thoughts for a while after yeah. even the movie it's, it's 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 thought provoking at the end of the day that yeah. more than anything is thought provoking every once in a while you do need to i'm a big fan of national lampoon's family vacation vacation yeah and oh that movie i love that, that movie and that's one of those hilarious. movies it's one of my all-time favorites and that's a movie where you turn your brain off you sit there and you enjoy Th- yeah, this is the yeah. complete opposite. This is one. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes yeah, absolutely. you've had a stressful week and you don't want to think. Yeah. You don't want a movie like this. Yeah. You just want to turn your brain off, yeah. de-stress, decompress, yeah. and just laugh or just enjoy yeah. it. But if you want to um, compress, if you want to be all full of stress, you watch this. <laughs> but no, no. It's it, uh, it, Honestly, at the end of the day, I think thought-provoking. Listen, man. When you're in quarantine, like that movie, right? Because those people were in quarantine yeah. in this different type of way when you're in quarantine and you're you're you do nothing but rest right because you you can't go out you can't do yeah. this you can't I do that know. i want to know how that feels um you could this is a good movie to watch to kind of like energize you a little bit to uh stimulate you a little bit. it's what it's uh on netflix for because i found out about this movie like two three days ago for the past two three days it's been in like the top 10 top 10 most watched things on netflix it's nice. I think it's been like number six, number three, number two. It's like yeah, yeah. and I guess because of quarantine, like you're saying, yeah. it, it kinda like people are makes yo, sense. people are gonna watch everything on Netflix during this quarantine. Yeah. Especially Crazy. something like that. Yeah. You know? But um Eslam, um, uh do you, how do you feel about the rating aspect of this? Okay. I love this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I like we said it was thought provoking. I love the messages that it uh tried to uh Maybe not the messages, but I tried the the social aspects that it tried to question yeah. and make you think about. And um, I think that's important um, to do. And um, uh, overall, I, I really did enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. A seven. Yeah. All right. Um, for for yeah. those of you that don't know, we're using a 20-point scale for the rating for, for this rate and review. Um, segment so that means it could be anything from a whole number to a 0.5 number so it could be for example a, a 5 or a 5.5 or a 4.5 something along those lines so you, Islam, you're locking it in at a 7 yeah all right even 7 even 7 yeah. um it's funny because the entire time i've been thinking about this and i was just like i'm thinking of other movies i like and where i'd put them at and then try to compare this to it um i do like this movie a lot it does make me think a lot, but there's a lot of those that I've seen out there too that I probably would hold in the higher regard. And I would probably think of this as being a little bit better than some of the other ones too. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. Seven does sound good. I think uh, seven for me too, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I know uh, like also this is... Like I would want to put it... I do want to put it higher, but it's like when I think about it, it's like there's other movies that I like a lot and it was just like, yeah, this yeah. ain't there. No, no, this is definitely not like an eight or nine yeah. quality, but it's definitely a seven because it was a great movie. Um, it had, to me, unknown actors, yeah. uh, which doesn't really matter, no. but it, it it was it was amazingly done. Yeah. And I I don't know, it's just um, seven just like in my heart, seven just felt in right. your heart and in, in my in heart, your heart of hearts in my heart of hearts. Seven just felt right. Um. Yeah. No. Like I said, I I feel I feel the same way with the seven. So that's 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 where I'm at. Seven. So we have an overall rating. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, 
It's, it's a, a seven. seven. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Hey, oh, one thing we didn't, uh, I didn't say that I, I thought was important. So there was 333 floors. There's supposed to be two people on each floor. Yep. That means there's 666 people in this hole, right? In the hole. Yeah. Again, 666. I think it's an important, uh, the number of the beast. Yeah. I think that's an important um, uh, a symbol that the the director's trying to show like hey maybe this is hell you know yeah, that's one it way that it, it seems like it <laughs> yeah shit um there's different levels of hell right yeah. in different religions there's different levels yep. of hell usually 7 not 333 but hey you know it's up for interpretation hey, we brought the 7 yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's uh, one of the things I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else that we talked about? Um, no, nah, man. I I think I got. I actually have to go pretty soon. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's almost six. Um, one thing real quick. Yeah. I want to when you told when you described this to me, I compared it to the raid. That's right. Which yeah, is yeah. a Filipino that. movie, uh, and uh, Judge Dredd. Now these two movies are similar because of the way they're they're the movie plays out where they start at the bottom of this big building and they go up each floor kind of beating the bad guys and getting to the top where the main bad guy is beating them and then releasing everybody else that was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was kind of going to be like that, but it was something completely oh, yeah, different. Nothing like that. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed this movie very much. You went in there looking for an action fight movie. I, that's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was completely wrong. I was surprised. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer at all? I enj- no, I didn't. I just watched the movie. Interesting, because I I saw I the w- trailer. No, I, so I went from what you said, yeah. and I was just like, all right, I'm watching this movie. We're gonna review it. It's done, and I ended up loving it. So hey, it it worked. I out. just want you to know for future rate and review episodes, the chances of me choosing an action movie are very unlikely. <laughs> That's fine. Because yeah. why don't we take turns? Okay, uh, you, picking movies. Fine, you get next. All right, cool. Awesome. That way it's uh, even. All right. uh, Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, first rate and review. And uh, as always, well, not as always, but for now, stay home, stay safe, and have a great week.